Love Talk Radio. Today, we talk to global music executive who took home two Grammys and to artists who create music that soothes the soul. Manlio Salati and Shambu are with us on this rainy Los Angeles day. It's Music Friday Live. Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, the global platform for musicians and fans in the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These are these bands and artists are here to talk with you. So you can call us 347-215-7511 or you can email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. If you're listening to us on a podcast, send us your email questions. We'll forward them on to the guests. And I want to listen. I want to welcome our listeners who are on the cyberstationusa.com network and uh, all their radio affiliates who will be listening to us tonight. And also, I want to say hi to all of you listening to us on Stitcher and iTunes and to everybody who's listening to us in the UK tonight on the uh, Artist uh, Echoes Network. So, and again, if you have questions or comments, send us an email. We'll forward it on to the guest. All the emails should go to musicfridaylive at gmail.com and uh, we'll see to it. Uh, they, they get it. Um, it's a cold. Did I mention it's a cold, rainy day in Los Angeles? It is. Right? <laughs> and believe me, for those of you around the country, I know who are in knee deep in snow right now and you're not really feeling too sorry for us. You know, we deserve it. But uh, the reason I brought it up is that if you hear kind of a fluttery sound in the background, uh, you may not be able to hear it, hopefully. But if you do, it's because the building manager here decided to turn the heater on. And that means there's fans blowing in the, in the ceiling. I think we filtered it all out. Uh, it, it's the one thing that the soundproofing in the booth doesn't uh, control. So I hope you don't hear it. If, if you do, just that's the sound of me staying warm. <laughs> okay. All right. Our originally scheduled guest for today, uh, the first guest, uh, blues rock artist Drew Southern, is performing tonight at the Mint in Los Angeles, which is Los Angeles's oldest rock venue. And between mic checks and traveling and getting the band together and all that other stuff, he he couldn't fit it in uh, the interview in today. So we postponed it for next week. Um, but we're, we may have a little surprise. So we're just going to check on that. Don't go away. Well, you know what? Even though uh, Drew can't uh, can't sit still today for the entire uh, interview, he's here to tell us about his show tonight. Hi, Drew. Hi. How's it going? It's going pretty well. Uh, it's going actually. It's cold and rainy, but other than that, it's going pretty well. So you're playing tonight at the Mint. Have you ever played at the Mint that's, before? That's right. No, I've never played at the Mint before. I've been there, um, and I love that place. So I'm very excited for tonight. Yeah, I love that place too. In fact, uh, Music Friday Live holds its annual party at the Mint, so uh, oh, we've got a little bit of history with it too. And for those of you who are not in Los Angeles, and I know a lot of you aren't, the Mint is LA's oldest rock venue, and it has seen mm. some real stars go through there. It's uh, it's uh, on the almost on the west side of of Los Angeles, and it's. It's historic, so congratulations, Drew. When do you go on stage? Thank you. Uh, 11.30 tonight. 11.30, okay. Well, if you're – go ahead. Oh, yeah, no, it's 11.30 with my three-piece band. Uh, It's a a new group. You know, I'm pretty new to L.A., and I got a, you know, a kick-ass band. There's Mike Stang on bass and Evaden on drums, and we're just slamming. It's kind of like kind of old – Grand Funk Railroad type feel to it, riff rock, lots of guitar action coming at you, 
it's exciting, it's fun, and it's we improvise a lot. We just have a good time. It's really good. Well, of course, I saw you at at, at the trip bar, and mm. uh, I I can attest to everything he said. It's a lot <laughs> of fun and guitar chops that uh, you you won't believe. So if you're in Los oh, Angeles you. tonight at the mm-hmm. Mint. He goes on stage at 11.30. There may be a line outside, so you might want to get there early. And, uh, you know, if you're a little bit hungry, they've got pretty good food there, and they got a great bar. But most of all, they're going to have some really, really fine music. So you might even get there a, yes, a, a little bit early and see some of the other acts. So, so Drew, I know you're busy. I know you got uh, things to pull together. We're going to talk to you next week, have full, uh, a full interview. You can tell us all about uh, – your show and, and moving to Los Angeles and all those other things. And, but thank you so much for taking the time just to check in with us this morning. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to next week. Thank you. Okay. We're going to take a, a quick break right now and uh, we will be back. But first of all, I want you all to know about world artists. World arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. And, of course, we here at Music Friday Live are all about the music, too, which is why we're members of World Arts, and, you know, you should, you should be, too. So just go to the website, sign up. It's free. Well, I told you that uh, we had a special interview today with a producer who had not one, not a producer, but a, re- a major record label, the CEO of a major record label, who uh, had not one but two of its artists up for Grammys and who took home not one but two Grammys. So we, uh, we, did, we did that interview right after the Grammys. Um, so I'm going to be able to play it for you right now. So this is a full post-Grammy interview we conducted with Manlio Salati. Manlio is CEO of the Membran Music Group, which is one of Europe's largest and and it's also becoming a pretty serious player here in the United States, too. In fact, Manlio told me that he's now commuting back and forth to Los Angeles four times a year. Uh, he's based in Hamburg, uh, Germany. He has a tendency to come here in the winter. <laughs> if you've ever been to Hamburg, you'll, you'll know why. Um, so we talked to him the day after his artist took home two Grammys. So here's the conversation with Manlio Salati. Remember, this interview was conducted right after the Grammy, so it's not live, so don't call in. But if you have email questions, send them in. We'll forward them to him. Here he goes. It's the day after the Grammys. Many in Hollywood are still nursing hangovers from the after parties, but Manly Salati is up and working. He is the CEO of Membran Entertainment Group and the managing director of Orchard Music, both European companies you probably never heard of, at least until now. Membran manages artists and distributes music worldwide, and one of its artists walked off with two Grammys last night, English jazz artist Jacob Collier. Another was nominated, one of our own L.A.-based people, who we'll tell you about in just a minute. But now we're going to talk to Manlio and find out how he does it, and also we're going to play some of the music that won the gold. Manlio, welcome. Thank you for the invitation. Hi, Patrick. Manlio, before we talk about Membran's triumph at the Grammys, could you explain to our listeners exactly what the company is and what it does? Yeah, sure. Um, Membran, to to start off, uh, you know, it was started as a very traditional record company, uh, almost you could say old school. And uh, what, I, what I sort of recognized right in the beginning um, was that the tendency of artists was going more and more into the direction of doing it yourself. And um, I just thought the solution cannot be where most of the other 
uh, majors and so on were going with 360 deals, with signing all rights, etc. And I thought I want to rather um, create a, a more modern company which allows artists to do what they want more themselves. So giving them a platform of distribution, um, the structures of marketing, promotion uh, on a global level, and uh, basically just filling in all the needs what, uh, to, to take that, that last mile to get their music to the public, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's artists like uh, Jacob who basically grew up, you know, in their own bedroom with the YouTube uh, side and, and generated millions of views and followers. And, uh, you know, we took it then to the next level of basically making the, the records available worldwide. So it's, it's a distribution company. It's a label service company. It's, uh, we coordinate marketing promotion. Uh, we manufacture CDs and vinyl if it's, if it's necessary. And, um, yeah, supply all the services which, which artists and, and labels need if they don't have it themselves. Well, I talk to over 50 uh, artists a year on uh, this show, and believe me, that is the one thing that they all want more of. So you obviously are filling a niche that uh, the the content creators, if you want to use those terms, really need. Now, let me ask you something. Uh, usually an artist like Jacob Collier, who's English, builds an audience in their home country and then comes to the U.S. In fact, we've been following Athena, who is an English-Greek artist with a huge audience in England, and she just released her first album after two years of laying the foundations, her first U.S. album, laying the foundations here mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. How do you move your, your artists directly to the United States, or do you move them directly to the United States? Um. <clears throat> Not always. I mean, it really depends on on the artists themselves. You know, what's uh, what are they bringing to the table as well? I mean, with Jacob, um, we were fortunate enough that you know he he was actually discovered by uh, the Quincy Jones team, and in fact, our deal and and Quincy Jones management uh, handled him. So you know, obviously, they have a, a very strong base in the U.S. So. In that case, you know, we have an English artist and we've got a strong U.S. management company and uh, we work together with both of those. And so that allows it. So um, with others, yeah, with others, sometimes it's, it is more difficult, obviously. But it always depends on what, what, how the management structure looks, uh, what kind of, um, you know, social media and online reach uh, the artist has managed to, to develop in his own right, or maybe even a lot of bands which are touring. So just with sheer life presence, okay. basically. All right. Well, the Quincy, I'm sure the Quincy Jones connection was a very valuable one. And, and of course, last year, uh, last night, rather, at the um, uh, Grammys, uh, Jacob won two Grammys. So I want to play a little bit of, of his music. This is um, You and I by Jacob Collier. Here we are On earth together It's you and I God has made us fall in love It's true I really found someone like you Now that, of course, won a uh, Grammy uh, 
for best arrangement. Um, he also won for Flintstones, and and you know I, I just got to play a cut of, of Flintstones because everybody loves it. So let's hear a little bit of, of his second Grammy-winning song. Flintstones meet the Flintstones. They're a modern Stone Age family. Everybody knows and loves that that song. Now, um, how did you get together with Collier? Were you uh, were you contacted uh, by his uh, manager over here, Quincy Jones? Uh, correct. Um, they were they were looking for somebody that um, you know was prepared to go you know different routes because uh, obviously uh, Jacob you know he he made such a name for himself already. Uh, just with his whole YouTube videos and and uh, music, etc. And uh, so, uh, most of the record companies were already chasing him. But he was adamant that he wanted to be in complete control. I mean, even though he is with uh, Quincy Jones, um, uh, Quincy Jones had nothing to do with the production. He produced this whole album completely himself. He played every instrument himself, um, and he wanted to carry that. Uh, through also in the marketing and the distribution of the album and uh, so yeah wow. we were fortunate enough that, that he had heard about uh, us and um, that he chose us and we were able to give him what he wanted great um, I understand that he has a project going with my alma mater MIT can you uh, tell us anything about that Unfortunately, not. You know, as okay. I say, it's uh, the way the way that we work is that um, it, it's you know the artist has got the complete freedom, all the masters he owns, and he's got the freedom to do whatever he wants. And uh, so we're not involved with everything <laughs> that he's doing. Well, that means I'm, uh, I'm just going to have to get hold of him and interview him on the show too and find out. <laughs> now I know. Yeah. You had you had other artists nominated Anderson Pack, who were gonna, whose music we're going to play in a minute. Uh, Kenny Neal yeah. for Bloodline for Best Contemporary Blues Album, the folk duo Judy yeah. Collins and uh, and Ari Hest, uh, their uh, their their album uh, Silver Skies Blue, a folk album. So that tells me that that you work beyond jazz. That you also work with uh, folk and blues and R and B. Is that is that the case? Yes. Uh, absolutely you know we've got uh, dedicated and um, you know sort of you can call them specialist label managers so um, because of what we're doing you know we can't really just uh, focus in one genre or style of music um, and uh, we have to be open so um, what we what I have is dedicated label managers who know obviously the music uh, that um, you know whether it's the jazz or, or the the hip hop urban stuff or folk etc. Um, you know the the appropriate manager will take care of will take care of whatever um, is best suited for for his knowledge etc. And then you know we hire publicists or pro, uh, promoters in each country depending also on what um, on what is required. So we're not just uh, you know stuck in one one style of music. Is it the case, and I've heard this from, from musicians, is it the case that American jazz and folk and R&B actually does much better in Europe than in the United States? Has that been your experience? Um, I don't know if, it, if we can say that it does better, but it does, uh, it does very well. And I think, uh, yes, in the case of jazz in particular, you know, I mean, there's been... Um, other artists, like for instance uh, Gregory Porter, 
you know, we broke him in, in Europe and uh, we did three albums and then uh, I didn't have an opportunity to compete against Blue Note. You know, an artist like that has been dreaming of being on Blue Note since he, he started <laughs> sure. music. And uh, it didn't matter how much I offered, <laughs> um, I couldn't compete just simply because of the image. But, you know, for, with him, for example, it was really, um, his breakthrough was definitely in Europe, you know, UK, France, and Germany. And, uh, and then it came back to the U.S. So, okay. Uh, well, I want to um, look at one of your other nominees last night, a local boy, Anderson Pack, who uh, was raised mm-hmm. in Ventura, just uh, just north of us, and now lives in um, here in here in Los Angeles. Um, uh, now, remind us of the categories that he was nominated in. He was uh, nominated for Best New Artist and Best Urban Contemporary Album. And obviously you can imagine the competition was heavy. <laughs> Whoa, yes. Uh, like, like Chance the Rapper, for instance. <laughs> right. okay. Exactly. Well, like I said, he's a local boy, and I, I want to talk about him a little bit and listen to his music. So here is Bird One. A bird with a word came to me. The sweetness of a honeycomb tree And now I look what's taking over me Couldn't fake it if I wanted to I had to wake up just to make it through I got my patience and I'm making do I learned my lessons from the ancient rules I choose to follow what the greatest do A bird with a word came The sweetness of a honeycomb tree and now I look for taking over me Couldn't fake it if I wanted to I had to wake up just to make it through. I got my patience and I'm making it through. I learned my lessons from the ancient I choose to follow what the greatest do I'm repping for the longest cycle mm. My uncles had to pay the cost mm. My sister used to sing to Whitney my mama caught the gambling bug mm. We came up in a lonely castle mm. My papa I, I love that. Uh, that that is so much fun, and it's almost addictive. And incidentally, for our our listeners, you know, all of these albums are available in all the usual places online, and Spotify, and iTunes, and all those. So uh, after, after listening to little cuts of them here, you want to get a few? Go right ahead. All right. Now, um, what was your role or Membran's role in Anderson Pack's career? Um. Pretty much uh, from the start, you know, we uh, developed, we did the first, his debut album, Venice, um, in 2000, well, 2016, the beginning of 2016. Um, No, I'm sorry, 2015. And then uh, we did the um, Malibu in 2016, which was the the second album. And... um, you know, right from, from the start, we, uh, we brought him over to Europe. Um, you know, our rights for, in that particular case, as I say, we always work very flexibly with what's required. So we have uh, the, all the rights outside of the U.S., actually, for that one. And um, it, was, uh, it was with Anderson that we really, you know, broke him in, in Europe as well. It was, we already, uh, we managed to get him on a, a few really relevant TV shows in France and the UK. And, uh, you know, he was, he's been selling out concerts, you know, 2,000 seaters. In fact, in Paris, we, we did three concerts back to back of 2,000 seaters before he had even played a club gig in the U.S. Um, and it, it was really just, uh, yeah, the, the full development, you know, bringing him over, doing promo tours, showcases, we coordinated all that. Um, yeah, getting getting yeah. the media attention, um, radio okay. play in the UK that was relevant. As I say, we've got major TV shows in France, and uh, that was all, all our work with that one. Well, it sounds like you not only were very important, but also you had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I want to play another one of his songs. Uh, this is Put Me Through, and this is sort of the, his more soulful side. Put Me Through. 
had to get the clean versions of his songs for the broadcast. The explicit versions would never have gotten past the FCC. Um, is, is, is that something you have to deal with in Europe? Uh, fortunately not. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I mean, just the only one is uh, UK, where you have to take care of. BBC is stricter with, uh, with that kind of thing. But uh, the, rest, uh, the rest of Europe is... Um, yeah, so free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well, I'm, I'm glad that, that yeah. you are... They don't, are, they don't understand a lot of it. <laughs> oh, well, there is, yeah, there is that, too. Well, I'm, I'm glad that, uh, that he took the trouble or that you had him take the trouble to write and record clean versions because uh, otherwise it's, the radio spins would be somewhat limited. Well, uh, we are getting close on time, and I I do have another one of his songs. And actually, uh, I think I, just for our listeners, because I know they're going to enjoy this, I want to play a little bit of Silicon Valley. This is by Anderson Pack. Yeah. All of that ass you carrying, you got to be shishin' me. All of that body that you came with, but where you mentally... I know you're here all the time, but you ain't going here for me. I just want to focus on them loveless. What's behind them big old bitties? They say the heart is underneath. Underneath the God is insecurity. I finally found the key. Underneath the garments that's the devil. Open your heart. That's uh, that's Silicon Valley by Anderson Pack, and um, I can just see everybody leaning back into their chairs with a drink in their hand, and uh, maybe at the at uh, the Blue Whale, and really enjoying that one. So, uh, well, we're almost out of time, but there, I have one final question for you: What's next for Membran and for you? Are we going to be seeing you in Los Angeles more? Um, I certainly hope so. <clears throat> I. I I do spend a lot of time here, though, I must say. Um, I'm here at least four times a year. Um, you know, the next time that I come down is uh, also to go and attend uh, South by Southwest, which is in Austin. But when I obviously come to the U.S., I always make a do the round trip, sort of Los Angeles and New York and whatever other towns. Um, yeah, we've got actually another great, a great band, um, Summer Moon, it's called, and they, uh, which is uh, Nikolai from The Strokes. And uh, so we are handling that one worldwide. In fact, we're also doing the U.S. in that case. So that's, that's one you should look out for as well. Well, uh, we will look out for it, and actually I've heard of it. So um, we will keep our eyes open for that one and maybe have them on the show. And I look forward to seeing you in Los Angeles. I suspect you'll be here a lot in the winter. Hamburg not being one of the most um, warm places during the winter, having been there. <laughs> and, okay, so so you've you've discovered my true true reasons why. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I do like, <laughs> like to get away. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, I've been to Hamburg, and it was in the fall actually. But um, the, that that whole northern European climate. Uh, 
uh, is yeah. not one that those no, of us from uh, good, enjoy. But there's good clubs to stay. There's good clubs to stay warm, etc. But one doesn't go to Hamburg for the weather. <laughs> That's true. Right. Okay. Well. <laughs> Whatever you do next and whatever the weather is, I'm sure we're going to be listening and enjoying it. Manolo, thank you for uh, taking the time to be with us today. I know this is a busy day, and we really appreciate it. Thank you, and it's a pleasure being here. Thank you. And that was uh, Manolo Salati, the the CEO of Membrane um, entertainment group when he comes back to los angeles we are going to have him live on the air so so you can um, ask questions and have a little conversation with him and you know kind of interesting to talk to somebody who has a a music catalog of three thousand albums and dozens of uh, artists that uh, his company circulates gets their records out so this is uh he's a very interesting character, and it, it's always nice to take a look inside the uh, the music industry. Well, speaking of taking a look inside, uh, our next guest, uh, Shambu, Sham, Shambu is here. He's in the green room. But before we invite him uh, into the under the microphone, we should take a kind of a short, relaxing trip to Mexico. So why don't you come down with me to the Sea of Cortez? Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, You'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at MySanFelipeVacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.MySanFelipeVacation.com today. That's www.MySanFelipeVacation.com. See you in San Felipe. One of these days, we're going to have to have a show down there and broadcast from San Felipe so you can hear the surf breaking in the background. Well, remember, that's MySanFelipeVacation.com. And best of all, if you use the code MFLA5, you will get a discount on your vacation. So remember, that's MySanFelipeVacation.com, and the discount code is MFLA5. Well, it's the end of the week. And if you're like me, you're ready to kick back, slow down, maybe have a glass of wine or listen to some music. Well, there's no better music to rest your mind and your soul with than the music of Shambu. A guitar virtuoso, Shambu and the artist he gathers around himself create music that takes you inside and allows you to forget the buzzing that's going on outside all the time. Now, this is not new age chanting, although that has its merits, nor is it hypnotic dance music, which has its merits too. It's the wedding of guitar strings, horns, percussion, brass, and joy that reminds you of your connection with all of life, not just a slice of it you see on little screens, but all of life. His forthcoming album says it perfectly, Soothe. Shambu, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you very much. That's a beautiful intro. I appreciate it. Well, we, we try to keep people happy around here, you know, and and uh, catch uh, the essence of what they do. Um, the new album, speaking of the essence of what you do, that that's uh, due out the first week of March, and uh, I've been listening it's to it. It's actually out now. Ooh, ooh, okay. Is that the I first week of February? Oh, wonderful. Okay, then. Well, we'll have to make sure that people know where to go. Well, where do they go to get it? Well, they can go to SootheCD.com. SoothCD.com. Okay. And is it also on iTunes and um, Spotify? iTunes. Yep. Spotify, Amazon, all, all the favorite places we go for music. Okay. All those all those little screens. Huh? <laughs> all right. Well, uh, it... it I've been listening to it, and it's more to me. And correct me if I'm wrong, but it's more complex than your your earlier albums. And it, it's not a solo, and it kind of expands a little bit into the rhythm realm, which 
you don't usually do, say, you know, perhaps for songs like Starbucks Landing or, or Natural Moment. So what was the inspiration that led you in the direction of this album? Well, it was sort of two factors. Um, you know, I had a day job last year. I've, for the past 15 years, worked in the Silicon Valley technology world in, on the marketing side. So, um, and I work with technologies like MP3 digital music. I was part of the team that helped launch that around uh, the year 2001 and two. And I've helped promote a lot of technologies that are really part of our life. And in a lot of ways, we're so wedded to technology and devices that the rhythm of technology is starting to upset our own natural rhythm, sort of the rhythm that we need to um, connect with inside so we can feel our own calm. So there's a lot of distractions there. The second factor was the election. The election last year created so much anxiety, and that seems to continue today. So Soothe was an album that I, I put out to take people inside so they could listen to the music, unwind their mind, and get a, a feeling of peace within themselves so that they could at least find a sense of calm that they could hold on to in a, ter- in a world of turmoil. Well, let's uh, let's give our audience a little taste of, of what they can hold on to in a world of turmoil, and also what you know what the excitement's about, or more correctly, what the calm is about. Uh, this is um, Gaia Sweet Divine. could uh, listen to this all day and and actually I did yesterday afternoon now did you write that or was it a team effort that song was a team effort with a a wonderful vocalist named Kristen Hoffman who I've known for a while Um, one of the one of the feelings in my music is is I have a real respect for the flow of nature if you go to Maui or if you go down to uh, San Felipe the Mexican location you talked about you know, you just sit and you watch the ocean waves breaking and you watch how nature happens and there's a real natural flow to it. There's never a mistake in how nature occurs. And I, and I try to apply those principles to music. So, you know, people often play spontaneously with solos, but the way I overlay music is to really trust a natural moment in my own creative process and translate that into music versus sort of a guy who writes on a piece of paper and composes it mentally. Tell us a little bit about the team of artists that you put together uh, for, for this album. Uh, well, I, I, I'm a guy who likes to play with uh, great musicians. So um, I brought together Paul McCandless on English horn and soprano sax. Um, he's a legendary sax player from um, Oregon and Paul Winter Consort. And in 2015, he toured with Bela Fleck. Um, Ravi Chandra Kulor on Bansori flute uh, was touring with Ravi Shankar and Anushka Shankar. Um, George Brooks on soprano sax has recorded with Don McLaughlin and Larry Coriel and Zakir Hussain. Um, Jeff Haynes toured with Pat Metheny and others. So I bring together sort of the best players on their instrument. I just have this philosophy that a great team needs great players on every position. Let's say I have a winning team. So I try to bring together those kind of musicians. 
Well, I, I think based on the quality of this album and all of your albums, you have succeeded uh, in, in that. Uh, you know, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the impact of, of your, your music, because there's been a great deal of research into the healing and the emotion-stimulating powers of music. Have you explored any of that literature yourself? I mean, I've peripherally explored the literature. Um, I'm someone who's meditated over 10,000 hours in my life. I, um, I discovered meditation back in the seventies around the time Carlos Santana and John McLaughlin did with the same teacher. So, um, uh, you know, meditation is, a, is something I know deeply. Um, and what I try to do with my music is to sort of infuse the feeling of my own reflection of my own meditation in the music so that when you listen to it, it sort of stimulates your own meditation and your own reflection, and that completes the music. You know, the, the visions you have, the imaginations you have, the pro- when you let go and you, in those moments you're listening to the music, that's sort of what I'm going for, um, is that you can have a kind of release and an inspiration that can carry you. Well, it, 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 and it comes through, too. Very much it comes through. And I was thinking while I was listening to your music that, that my yoga class uses um, a range of meditation music. I always find that music with a little with a rhythm captures me more than, oh, say, a pure meditative sound like, like waterfall or searching. Mm-hmm. Uh, does, does that vary? I, I realize I'm asking you to, a big question here, but... Do you, would you know if that varies from person to person, their meditative response to rhythm? I think it does. You know, I think each of us has our own story and that we're inspired by different uh, um, influences from our, our life in this life. But also I think we come into life with all kinds of experiences from past lives. So, you know, if you grew up in, South America in your last life, you might come into this one and you really find yourself attracted to South American music and you're going, Hey, I live in Kansas. Why am I attracted to that? So I think it's different strokes for different folks. Um, in my case, um, I was lucky to be exposed to lots of different styles of music and I grew up playing rock and pop. It was only in my twenties after meeting people like Santana and seeing how they were sort of transforming their music based on their meditations they were playing music that might inspire other people to go inside. That, that sort of showed me that I could sort of take my music in a new direction instead of making people dance mm-hmm. to make people sort of feel more fulfilled inside. It's interesting. Uh, the, the, the thought of being born in Kansas uh, with uh, clave already sort of embedded in your, uh, your musical soul. But uh, anyway, um, why not? Why not? Absolutely not. Well, actually, the the book uh, "This Is Your Brain" on on music uh, by a uh, an expert both in in uh, brain research and jazz uh, points out that the music that you're raised with in your formative years of say maybe from seven to twelve years old actually cuts neural grooves into your mind and you respond to that for the rest of your life, which is probably why I respond to four four time because I was raised with rock and roll so. Happens to all of us. Uh, I was too. I mean, I, I learned music from the Beatles. Okay, all right. See, and we all we both have those neural grooves. Mine was a little earlier than that. We're talking with uh, Shambu about his music, about meditation, about his new album, Soothe. And uh, you can talk with him too. You can call in three four seven two one five seventy five eleven or. People are starting to email already, and I haven't even given out the email address. Uh, but uh, for those of you who are waiting for it, it's uh, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let's, let's read a couple of these emails here. Um, Michelle. Michelle uh, writes, with whom, I like her English, with whom would you like to collaborate that you haven't yet worked with? Wow. That's an incredible question. I think uh, uh, Chris Thiel, on guitar, uh, mandolin player. Uh, I mean, someone like Bela Fleck would be amazing, um, mm. but I think he might be a little uh, out of my league today. I have to practice up for him. Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been fortunate to work with Will Ackerman, the great New Age record producer, on my first two albums, and 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 the great sort of 
um, group of musicians that he records with, like Eugene Friesen. So um, I've sort of played with the cream of the crop, and it just gets better and better. Okay, from Vivek. Vivek wants to know, what's the first inspiration or muse that makes you believe that you're okay, I'm ready for new music? Wow, that's a great question. I mean, I find five minutes of just being silent, um, meditating, or just trying to calm your mind allows me to feel and hear the music inside me because, you know, if we speak or if we play music, what's really happening is somewhere inside our head, there's a sound that's happening. And when we speak it or play it, we're basically uh, articulating what an idea that came into our head. Um, and so meditation is a way to sort of hear more clearly um, what's inside. And so I always say five, five or ten minutes of prep uh, is a great way to find your music. We have uh, an email that just came in from um, Selena in Tucson. And Selena wants to know, do you ever work with female musicians? I do. In fact, on this album, uh, Kristen Hoffman co-wrote Gaia Sweet Divine. She's an absolutely incredible um, singer-songwriter who I've known for a long time. And and I wanted to express uh, in words the idea that, you know, uh, that nature inspires music. And if we look at nature and the rhythms of nature, uh, that's really second to meditation for me uh, to get me prepared for great music is to just feel uh, the beauty of nature. So um, uh, Kristen Hoffman helped me articulate that and wrote the lyrics to Guy is Sweet Divine, and she sang it, and she sang on two other songs. Um, so um, I love working with female artists. Okay, well, let's... Um... Listen to some more of that wonderful music. And this is the piece that I found very interesting because it feels like jazz or blues. This is a prelude to Gershwin. And that's actually Prelude Two by George Gershwin. So, now I wanted to ask you about that. I I read uh, someplace that you said that uh, you imagine beautiful places that you've been to to inspire songs. Um, what place did you imagine for that song? Was it Broadway? Well, I've done a, a lot of writing on Maui. Um, you know, I grew up classically trained as well. Um, I went to a music conservatory. So Gershwin has always been someone who inspires me. And that particular song, um, I just loved the song. And I thought it was something that would be a fantastic live performance. And I played it on Maui one year. And I, and I wanted to sort of share it on this album. Well, I'm certainly glad you did. <laughs> All right. Now, now you, you recorded uh, Soothe in Lagunitas, which is a place I happen to, to know fairly well, um, although I don't know the particular studio that you were in. But that put you in Marin County, uh, which is sort of the national center for meditation, yoga, new age music, and institutions like Spirit Rock. Um, yeah. Do you think you would think you have, uh, do you think you, would have developed your art form if you actually were someplace else 
or were you someplace else when you developed it, like Hawaii? Um, I mean, I I like to live and and be in beautiful places that inspire me. So Lagunitas is one of them. Um, that particular studio, Magic Cottage Studios, was created by a good friend of mine, a guitarist named Todd Boston. And um, on this album, I decided to collaborate with Todd and recorded his sort of boutique studio, which is gorgeous, uh, in his home. Um, and and so that's how I found myself in Lagunitas. But I was living in Marin County for four years uh, from uh, in the San Francisco Bay in Marin from 2008 to 2012. So I developed a, a whole bunch of friends up here like Todd. And for our, uh, our, our listeners who may not be in California or Northern California, uh, Marin County is just north of the Golden Gate Bridge. Lagunitas is a little village almost that, that is uh, uh, set in the uh, in Redwoods, actually. And it is a very, very lovely place. Uh, well, out of that, of course, came Sue. So I think it's only appropriate that we play the, uh, the title song from Sue. certainly lives up to its title, but I wanted to ask you, there seems to be something going on in that song underneath the guitar. Is that a, is there a synth playing back there really softly? There is, actually. Um, it represents the inner sun. When you think of huh? sunlight, sunlight sort of is something that's there that you take for granted, but it's always giving you a feeling of a little heat. And when I when I close my eyes and create music, when I sort of get in the zone, I feel a lot of light inside. Um, it's just something I feel and, and um, just something that occurs. And, and as that's happening, I know I'm hitting the spot in terms of the feeling that will carry the listener into a deep place. And so that's what that particular um, high um, pad does. It, it gives you the feeling of the sun. It, it does too, and I really had to listen carefully because it's it's not it's you sort of absorb it without thinking about it until you know you tune your ear to it. Also, I was going to ask: Is there a woman's voice underneath the guitar notes, really deep into the song? Yes, uh-huh. there is. Okay. It's Kristen Hoffman. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and again, you yeah, yeah, so, the, the way you've you've done it, it it's such a, an integral part of the fabric of the sound that you really have to to look for it. It's really good. Yeah. You know, again, if I'm sitting on the beach and uh, birds fly over, you know, it's just imagine, you know, things happen in the air um, around you. And, and, you know, when Kristen comes in, it's just a very soothing uh, feeling that warms you. um, And uh, it just comes in and out and floats in and out. But that's how nature occurs. Well, it works. Uh, did you um, uh, add that in afterwards, or was that done in the studio simultaneously? Uh, that was done as we were sort of coloring the song and mm. and adding elements to complete it. Um, Kristen um, um, came in and did that. Okay. We have some more emails here. We have uh, one from um, Remini. Hope I'm not mispronouncing your your name, Remini in Los Angeles, and she wants to know where are your concerts. Um, I'm playing um, mostly in the San Diego area. If you go to my website, Shambu Music S H A M B H U Music dot com, um, my shows are listed. Um, I'm doing a lot of wineries in the area because that's a great place where people 
listen quietly and they're savoring their wine. And so this is good music for deep listening on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I do uh, those kind of concerts. Um, and then I'm playing uh, at Pilgrimage Yoga on March 11th in San Diego. Um, so I play concerts where I connect with people who are up for some deep listening and to, you know, let let go of the world's stresses and move into Shambhu mode. <laughs> I like that Shambhu mode. Uh, speaking of uh, sh- uh, Shambhu mode, uh, there's one other song that uh, we have time for that I want to play that's definitely Shambhu mode. This is Time Travel. Time travel feeling of that uh, to me was the guitar sound that was it's kind of evocative of, of Les Paul, although I don't think you're playing a Les Paul there. Uh, what, what was the instrument mix in that one? That's uh, a lot of guitar. I played Taylor guitar, so that's a Taylor T5. T5. Um, mm-hmm. I used to play Les Paul, though, and I'm a big fan of his. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what was but, the... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, you know, the combo of that is is guitar, uh, bass, drum, sax with Premie Russell Tubbs, who's a terrific sax player who played with uh, Carlos Santana and John McLaughlin and all kinds of amazing artists. He's on that too. Well, there was so much more to to ask, but uh, we're almost out of time. Very, very quickly. Uh, remind people where they can go to get your music and also to get your schedule so they can come and see you live. The best is go to my website, shambhumusic.com, S-H-A-M-B-H-U, music.com, and uh, that'll take you to uh, my concert schedule and uh, all the places you can get my music from Amazon to Spotify to Bandcamp uh, or my own website, you can get it. And we have a, a lot of emails here asking uh, what cities uh, you see yourself playing in uh, in, the, in the next few or few months. Uh, I mean, I'll be heading to the East Coast, uh, Pacific Northwest, um, and some other locations uh, where I've got fans, probably back to Maui. Um, and so I'll post that on my site and keep you in touch. And, um, and you can contact me through the site if you want to get on my mailing list. Okay, everybody should do that. You should go to his site, get on his mailing list, and follow his peregrinations uh, around the uh, the country and into Hawaii and listen to his music. Shambhu, I really want to thank you for taking the, the time to be with us today. This has been fascinating, and we, we need to do it again sometime. Thank you so much. I look forward to it. Appreciate it. Okay. That's Shambhu. The, next, uh, the, the new album, uh, which is now out, is Soothe, and you can find him on Spotify, iTunes, at, sh- at shambumusic.com, everywhere on the Internet, and you should really do that if you get the, uh, the opportunity just to kick back and listen to music for a while. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from Cyberstation USA, Blog Talk Radio, and our radio affiliates, and also in uh, the U.K. on the Artist Echoes Network. We'll be You'll be hearing us tonight uh, in, the, in what they call the overnight slot in London. Uh, like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen. Our program director is Jason Bartlebin. Our intern is Angeline Sorano. You can download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com Music Friday, or you can find us on iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be... 
the guest we didn't have today, Drew Southern, and Seth Adams is going to join us. Uh, he's on tour, and we're, we're going to snag him. Check our Twitter stream and our Facebook page, and we will update you on our guests. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend. Bye.